On today's podcast on Captain Asian Studios, we have Gabby Quevedo, creator of My Magico. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Before we started the interview, um, we were talking about how we met and the uh, reality of anyone who's been a longtime fan knows that half of my guests come from Cafeína. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> but of course, I don't work there anymore. However, you're one of the last few people I got to know. But this is actually our first conversation. <laughs> yeah, our first full one without like an order of coffee and like, thank you. And <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. I, like I said, you tagged us and that's how I kind of got connected with you. And I was fascinated by your lineup of work. So to the people who don't know what you do, share with us what you do. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, basically, I have this brand or just like my artist name as My Magico. And it's something that I started not too long ago. It's still very recent. It's in its baby years. Um, but basically, I'm an illustrator and a graphic designer. Um, and the work that I do is very much based on my Mexican culture, but also like it's bilingual and just like binational qualities. So it's very much just... I do art of all kinds, um, but especially digital. And what I like to do is a lot blend the Mexican culture into my art, but with a lot of messages of positivity and self-growth. Um, and sometimes like even promote like awareness of science through my art. So it's just making arts of all form, illustrating other projects as well. Um, but always with my own like signature style of like, um, lots of color, um, which is very tied to Mexican culture, um, but lots of color and positivity and like very imaginative um, kind of art that I like to put out into the world. And yeah, that's basically what I do. I also put it on clothes for people to wear. So I also sell wide array of accessories and clothes and stickers and all of that kind of artsy stuff um, for people to wear with pride and wear their culture with pride, wear what they are, their uniqueness with pride. So that's what I do. Erin, <laughs> at what age did you start? You seem fairly young. You're like, what, 24, I want to guess? Oh, my God. <laughs> you guess you're right away. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, you must be really good at that because, yeah, I'm 24. Because <laughs> I'm 24 right now, that's why. Oh, the, uh, you're like, mm, I know my 24s. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm 24. Uh, I started, honestly, it's almost like everyone with a small business I, right now, I feel like started from the COVID years. So I started right after college, um, 2021. Yeah, 20, September of 2021 was when I started. Okay, that's kind of fitting because that's when Katanation began too. <laughs> we're yeah. in this we're in the same boat dude <laughs> exactly. we're all starting right before the pandemic we got bored and then we just started our business <laughs> literally yeah, yeah yeah i was like what am i gonna do now and then i was like i gotta go into this i gotta take this chance honestly of course and i have seen your design and i really like the coloring one of my favorite ones is the bumblebee that you have oh yeah but share with us some of your favorite designs that you've made in the past 
Um, honestly, that must be like one of the top ones too. It's a uh, for like people that are out there like listening or don't get to see anything or we're not showing it. Anyways, um, <laughs> the design it says "Be More" on the front and it's "B" but spelled like um like the organism bee, and then on the back it's a big bumblebee with in its wings it says save bees um and that's actually what started my project what started my magico was that i actually studied in san diego state i did um a major in environmental geography and that led me to a bee microbiology internship that i did like summer of 2019 a long time ago um where i was studying bees and like their patterns in order to you know, look at their diseases and be able to prevent them and stuff like that. So it was very deep into the science world um, and just like be problem awareness. And the people that were in the internship with me, they were like, oh my gosh, like we should have something to wear that represent, like represents us, like our little group. And I was like, oh, I had no idea how to do any like design or like illustration or stuff like that. Um, Cause I didn't like, go to school for it but I was like I can do that I can totally like make something for us to wear um because I just knew that I had an interest in that so I was like I might as well take the opportunity to learn so that's how it kind of started where I was like oh let me just draw something make something and then we'll put it on a sweatshirt and that's what we'll wear um and that's probably like my favorite design just because it inspired me to start like this whole other like line of products where I was like making art and putting it on stuff. Um, but yeah, that's the Be More design. I think another one of my favorites that's from my original line of products is the Taquero Mucho. It says Tecueme, which in Spanish is it's a very widely used phrase that we use to say like Tequero Mucho, which is like, I love you very much. Um, that you just say to friends, you say to family, you say to romantic people the people you love uh, to everyone um and but I made it with little tacos in the back like I made some tacos out of with my Adobe Illustrator software and yeah I put taquero mucho instead of taquero mucho which is like a little pun just using tacos and tacos are such an integral part of Tijuana culture where I'm from so that's probably one of my favorites too. Like, honestly, I could say that all of them are my favorite just because they're my babies. Um, but um, I have a lot of them that are like very tied to my culture and like or the Mexican culture and like little sayings, especially from like Tijuana that I personally love to have on clothes because I'm like, see, like there's nothing out there that's like speaking this kind of thing into the world now there's like way more but it makes me feel good that I have those like I wear them I don't know it feels really really good well you talked about about Latino culture to me I want to know some of your influences who was your biggest influence can you name some of the artists or even people in your life that have been a huge influence into what you do today yeah absolutely um in terms of influences I think I I don't really have like someone that I pinpoint as like, I want to become them or like, I want to um, follow like a specific career like them. Cause I think it's hard to, I don't know. There's like artists that I've always admired, but not necessarily want to do what they do or like compare myself. Cause that makes me compare myself to them. But um, in terms of influences, I think honestly, like 
the people around me are like my biggest influence. My parents, um, my sister, my friends, like specifically, like all of my border friends that we grew up like crossing every single day. Um, and the people in San Diego, my community in Tijuana, like I think those ones like are our curas, our like back and forth, our our food, our like everyday things that we do, like our our sote soap, our <laughs> our esquites, I don't know, like everything in that terms is like an influence to me and to my art. Um, but in terms of people that have names that people would recognize and that I could see as inspirations of how they handle their business, their art business specifically. Like there's definitely, I feel like the biggest one is, um, I don't want to butcher, it's Yeyitzel. She has a big business with art that's like very inspired by her Mexican background, um, which I always thought it was really cool what she was doing and just like, a beacon of hope, I feel like, for other Latinx artists that kind of want to do something similar. Um, so she definitely made it seem like it was something possible that I could do. Um, and then, I don't know, there's other, like, big illustrators that I love their work, like Sebastián Curie. Um, there's a lot of big artists that I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like, I want to get my... Oh, Mr. B Baby. I don't know if you know her. She's amazing. She does mural artwork. Um, but yeah, those are some influences I could throw out there that is just. And you brought up your family a lot. I have met your family, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and they seem to be your biggest support uh, system. And how did they take the news when you wanted to pursue uh, your art? <laughs> I don't want to put them on blast or anything, but <laughs> they were not big fans. <laughs> they are totally my my biggest support network. Um, I grew up with a very like tight knit family. It's just my parents, myself, and then my older sister. Um, I mean, they're from southern Mexico. They came to Tijuana to like have me and my sister in San Diego and like have us like we're the first ones to be like. Mexican American, um, and just like travel, travel the experience of being an immigrant. <laughs> um, so for them, it was like very much like the American dream, and it's like it's tough, and you should get a well-paying job so that you can like continue building upon this dream and like making wealth for our family for ages and ages, kind of thing. Um, And when I got off of, or because it was the last year of my university career was the first year of COVID. So it, I was kind of coming off of having online school for a little bit. I was supposed to go to grad school and become a doctor in geography. And my friends were really excited about that because like doctor, you know, like even though it wasn't like medical doctor, for them doctor is like this amazing, like big thing big word that you could definitely like throw out there and say that it's success. Like we brought our daughters to success and look, they have it kind of thing. Um, but I remember coming out of college, just feeling super not motivated and like not necessarily feeling like I wanted to follow that track anymore. And I was very motivated by my arts and I was very driven to continue on that path. 
Um, even though I wasn't taught in it or anything. That's why my parents were very confused when I told them that I was not going to be pursuing grad school um, and I was going to be trying this for a while. Honestly, just confusion at first. <laughs> They're just <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> um, but uh, eventually, I mean, my dad, I think he always, he's always been a super creative person. Um, and he followed like accounting and he's a big accountant now um, because he kind of needed to do that for what his family needed and what he felt like he needed to do. Um, but now you could totally tell like he totally if he would have had the freedom, he would have been a chef like he's so beautiful at like cooking and just like has a very creative mind and food. Um, and we always kind of connected creatively because of it. Um, so he was the first one to be like, oh, that's totally fine. Like, this is awesome. Like, you, there's totally a market now for what you are providing or like what you were trying to do with my Magico. Um, so he was like, okay, like I embrace this. And then also I'm like the little girl or the baby girl. So he was like, oh, yes. Um, but my mom was definitely more taken aback and was just like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to provide for yourself and stuff like that? Um, so she was definitely more on the worry side, but like has grown way more um, comfortable and just like supportive of it. Um, and even every time they've like had an issue with something that we're doing, like my sister and I or myself, um, even if their opinion is not with ours, they're always there. They're like supportive. So that's been a very beautiful part of having them as my parents and just like my general support system. It's been beautiful to see them kind of like progress and accept. And they are definitely very supportive and very um, proud of me. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's good to know because I mean, yeah, because even my family, they were like, are you sure you want to do this podcast and will it be successful? And that kind of threw me off the grid because I'm like, to, to be honest, I didn't expect this show to be as successful as it is today. No, that's amazing, though. Congrats. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember some one of the things that you pointed out was, you know, to be different and not and, you know, not compare yourself to other people, which is kind of funny because I would listen to a lot of other podcasters. Some of them are even my friends to this day who do podcasts. And I was like, I'm going to do the opposite of what that guy or that gal is doing. And then that's how I create my own uh, personas, my own show, and make it stand out more than others. So that's kind of mm-hmm. why the show sticks out um, as much as it did today. No, that's totally like a huge thing. I feel like in any creative space, it's so easy to compare yourself to other people. But I think how you phrased it right now... Um, compare yourself and then do something different kind of thing. <laughs> like uh, in a strategic way, it's also really important to like make yourself stand out. And I think you do, definitely. Thank you. I really mm-hmm. do. One of the questions that I do want to know for the year, I know it's February, but what can we expect for you on the, for 2023? What can we expect uh, following Valentine's Day? Ooh, good question. Um... I think mm, my biggest goals in terms for this year are expanding just like my work as an illustrator would be like the biggest thing. Cause I think I've been working a lot on the 
like on the sales side and on the like getting my products out there um I've been getting my um pop-ups from San Diego to LA now um so it's been really good in that sense where I've been expanding just the reach of my products um but also a big part of my project or what I want to do is be an illustrator for other people's projects and just bring artwork to other small businesses to big businesses um to just like books too like picture books and stuff like that to just put more art into the world in whatever method that could be um and bring other people's visions in a way that is positive and beautiful and just like very attractive to people um and I think that's what I want to do the most. I want to collaborate with other small businesses and bring their visions to light with more artwork. So I think what you can expect is definitely me reaching out to a lot of people and businesses that I think that are really cool and that would um, maybe connect with my artwork and have collaborations with people and just getting my artwork into more of spaces and the ones that are just on my page but to get it into different different spaces especially local ones with San Diego and Tijuana I really want to collaborate with other artists there expand my career as an illustrator and like my portfolio in that sense no absolutely and I think that's what the purpose of bringing you here is to expand and get people to know you more um, a lot of people claim that because they're at a certain level in life right now that's mm -hmm. why the show uh, picks up but it's honestly more of like who reaches out like okay yes you were on a podcast but what are you gonna do with that the point is to like okay cool like it's kind of like okay you have a thousand dollars what do you do with that thousand dollars to mm -hmm. yourself in the long run honestly like maximize what you're gonna get out of it and what you're gonna like put like what are you gonna invest it in in your business so what advice do you want to give to the listeners of this podcast in your journey, what advice is like the one thing you want to give to everybody who's going to listen to this? Oh my gosh, I would love for people to know, especially if they're like young artists or honestly any young entrepreneur that they have this one idea and they really want to make it, put it out into the world or anything. I think it's like a two-parter. It's more than anything, just do it just like whatever it is like it might not be perfect in the first round it might not have a lot of people look at it or like appreciate it or anything but just feel so good about putting it out there making it come into life making it in whatever way that happens for you if it's like an Instagram page a blog or a YouTube video, like whatever it is, just like put it out into the world, not expecting a lot and just kind of take that as a win for yourself um, and keep doing it. Like it might not be perfect. The editing doesn't have to be like where you look at it, like look at other people's work and stuff like that. Like don't compare yourself to the other work that's out there and just keep doing it so that it keeps getting better and that gets more people to look at it. And eventually it reaps benefits. Like it's so hard to have the patience <laughs> when you're making something new um, that you're just like, it's so cool. I want everyone to love it. And I want everyone to look at it and like support it a hundred percent, but it can't happen if you don't like just keep putting out the stuff that you want to put 
out into the world. Gabby Quevedo, everybody. Thank you so much to listening to My Magico. You can find her Instagram at My Magico. Also, check out the website, MyMagico.com to get some merch. And I'm pretty sure this show is going to inspire a lot of people that wants to get into creating your own art, your own merch. It just continues to help a lot of people grow. I'm super thankful to continue on with Kata Nation. And I'm super thankful for everybody who continues to follow and listen to the show. And again, thank you, Gabby, for being on the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you all very soon. We are Kata Nation. Like what you heard? Keep listening to awesome podcasts here on Kata Nation Studios at wearekatanation.buzzsprout.com as well as Spotify and Google Podcasts. And to keep up with me on Instagram, go to at wearekatanation, Kata Nation Studios for more.